No. Bloop, bloop. Boogie. <laughs> You've got the end robot. We've established this. Yeah. Honestly, he gets a few cat's raises and he thinks he's Joe Squally. <laughs> it is Christmas Eve, obviously. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Welcome to the Dot Let's Chart event calendar with me, Ben Baker. And me, Phil Catterall. Hi, hello. Merry Christmas we've got here. The advent calendar has finally reached the 24th. It has. And this is traditionally the, the, the big that you've been sort of licking your lips looking at uh, all December long. And, uh, yeah, it'd probably be disappointing, let's be honest with you. You're expecting a full-size chocolate bar, and you're still probably going to get a dinky decker. So... <laughs> but, but, of course, before you get to your, 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 your dinky decker, we want to do your events. It's a real thing. 1818 on the December 24th. First performance of Silent Night, Ooh. which took place in the church of St. Nikolaus in Oberndorf, Austria. Nice. It's good that I should continue that. <laughs> I'm thinking I can't tell. What, Christmas? Yeah. Agreed. To fair, 1819, the first performance of Call Me Maybe. Yeah, so you see, these <laughs> songs are eternal. They're eternal. <laughs> 1826, the eggnog riot at the United States Military Academy begins, wrapping up the following morning. Ben, what does an eggnog riot involve? I didn't look into any more than that. I didn't look. want to know because I enjoyed it and I thought if I looked it up, it's probably going to be something sad and depressing where people died hideously. It was caused by a drunken Christmas party uh, because a large quantity of whiskey was smuggled into the academy to make eggnog for the party. Does whiskey go in eggnog? Um, seemingly so. Well, there you go. I'm out. I'm out. I'm looking forward to an eggnog riot uh, and, of course, three more from them. Later in the show. Uh, 1924, <laughs> Albania becomes a republic. Merry Christmas. Oof. Less Merry Christmas for Jack Klugman, who in 2012, he's going to die. He's going to die, yeah. and he'll never know what was under the tree. Wrapped, looking suspiciously stethoscopes. Yeah. Uh, on TV, the first Kenny Everett BBC show in 1981, Ooh. and a grand day out making its DVD debut on... Channel 4! Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was first shown on Channel 4 before getting a BBC repeat. Channel 4, home of some clay. And if you want to know more about 90s Christmas TV, I've got a book out, uh, dear. So, it's the 24th, and as we've all learned from the documentary song Driving Home for Christmas by Chris Rea, you should be driving home for Christmas. In fact, more importantly... You should be home for Christmas. You should have never gone anywhere. <laughs> you have remained in DOS. And if already home, left and come back. <laughs> this year, Chris Rear is planning on re-releasing the song as Travelling for Business because that's still allowed. That's still fine. I've got a substantial meal. <laughs> so I'm allowed six pints. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we thought we'd uh, use this to talk about Christmases we spent away from home. It's it's really weird. I remember my dad decided he wanted to do Christmas in Blackpool. And we had a cafe at the time, so he didn't want to cook because he wanted to be cooked for and that. And we, um, the, the outrage in the family, we're not even that close, but it was just the idea that it's like, if, no, we all suffer together. None of us are <laughs> <laughs> And we did. And uh, one of the times we went to the Viking Hotel, uh, which is a very big, fancy hotel. I don't know if it's as fancy anymore, but it was very fancy in 1990. Okay. And that was the day that Jim Bowen came. 
Oh dear. And uh, did a, a version of uh, his popular dart space game show, Bullseye. And you were, what, nine at this point? I was, I was, yeah, nine. And he, all I'm going to say is if you want people to throw darts in a public area, don't give them free booze since 9 a.m. I mean, that's that's literally a not the nine o'clock news sketch, isn't it? Is that not? <laughs> Probably would have been easier if they'd just been downing drinks and milligrams. But uh, yo, no, it was there was, and he was getting really annoyed. <laughs> he got really angry, <laughs> understandably. And yeah, can you imagine how much it would have cost to get Jim Bowen out when this is when Bullseye was still on television, was still a thing. Nineteen ninety is it's not peak Bowen, but it's definitely you know. I love the idea of the being peak Bowen. <laughs> I mean, peak, peak Bowen has to be. Late seventies, early eighties, surely doesn't yeah, it? That's... Yeah, when he's, when, when he's still got uh, some some of the hair, but it's definitely making a retreat from scalp for piss. But uh, <laughs> uh, other Christmases, uh, I went to Malta one year. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you choose? Did you did you just think that Popeye was the spirit of Christmas and you had to spend Christmas on that set again? He wanted to Robin Williams DNA, so he scraped it. <laughs> No, but that that's where I learned that the Popeye set from the 1980 Robert Altman film is there in uh, Malta, still standing, and it's it it was it was it was all it's meant to look shabby and dilapidated, so I don't know if it's still there. But Malta <laughs> is tiny, <laughs> and when you're as I was 14 and you can't drink, there's not a lot else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I recall that holiday being basically looking at rocks. <laughs> I mean, I've got some good news for you, Ben. What's that? Uh, the Popeye Village is not only still there, but you can have your wedding there now as well. Oh, my God. I mean, who <laughs> likes that film enough to to give it that tribute? Have the fairy tale wedding you've been dreaming of, a location so unique you and all your guests will remember it forever. Yeah, they yeah. will. They'll yeah, go, no, yeah, no. What but, was this from? Is this from a film? I've not seen it. Yeah, you might as well hang out for the cliff from Mac and me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I now pronounce you man and wife. You may push the child off the edge. I now pronounce you man and me. <laughs> I mean, that's what they did when it was just civil partnerships and they couldn't do. <laughs> I now pronounce you hail and piss. <laughs> I know, pronounce you Mac and me, and then you'd get, you know, the homophobes saying, oh, which one's the Mac and which one's the me? How are you supposed to tell? How are you supposed to know? Yeah, yeah. How, how, how do they even do it? I mean, and the I answer is they put a straw in the ground and they drink the Coca-Cola. And push a child off a cliff. That's how it works. That's the two. That's the main two. You push a child off a cliff and you promote McDonald's. That's the two exactly. things Exactly, but if you don't know what Mac and me is... Good. Well Good. Done. Congrats. Well done. <laughs> a childhood not ruined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you know any Christmases away? Uh, no, no. We we tended to just sort of alternate between which set of grandparents we went to at what point. But did, were you ever away from home for Christmas and you had to drive home in a Christmas style? When we first moved to the East Midlands area and all relatives were still up in the Manchester sort of area, yeah, there were lengthy drives home involved after visiting grandparents. Yeah. Um, and did that usually involve missing the big programme on Christmas Day night that you were really looking forward to? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whatever it was for, you know, the... The sort of back end of the eighties through to the early nineties. No, I, I, you know, I can't wait till you find out about Wonderful Snows. You'll really like it. <laughs> 
I, I heard a man falls through a bar and another man has a broom. Yeah, and a chandelier falls over every episode. It's brilliant. <laughs> every episode, I'd watch that. I, w- I would like to see Only Fools and Horses, all the classic episodes, but with a chandelier collapse somewhere in them, regardless. It's like, you so, never know when it's coming! <laughs> so Del falls through the bar and then a chandelier lands on him while he's lying by behind <laughs> Ow! <laughs> That's, that's a festive tableau for the mind. And then you get horrific recursion because chand- the chandelier falls down after they hit it with the hammer and then another one lands on Grandad. <laughs> and that's yeah. how he gets written out of the series. <laughs> oh, we started this go keep it light, keep it festive. <laughs> but you know what? All bets are off. A chandelier lands on Grandad and then you see Buster Merrifield grinning at the camera holding a hammer. <laughs> Wink. I'm up next, folks. (laughs) Well, I think we've learned a lot about murder. (laughs) Just chandeliers, mate. It's just accents. It's all accents. I'm not saying Buster Merrifield was a murderer using chandeliers. I'm not saying that's for other people. I'm just saying you should go to Malta and get married. That's all I'm saying. And if that's not the true meaning of Christmas, I don't know what is. Uh, so thank you to everyone who's listened to these over the last 24 days and said really kind things on Twitter, Facebook. You've said it's been, it seems to have gone down well. This has brightened up some quite grim December days. So yeah. with that, we, we thank you and uh, thank you for enjoying it as well. So until next time, I have been Ben Baker. And I have been Dill. I can't read this. What does it say? Cas Cas Catril, Cat Cat Catamaran. Yeah, it it doesn't sound right, does it? No, it doesn't. Oh well. Still, we're stuck with it. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You have been listening to Don't Let's Chat with Ben Baker and Phil Catterall. Ben produced it and the theme was by Paul Abbott with thanks to Simon Tyres for research. Ben's new book about 90s Christmas TV is out now on Amazon and Lulu. Link in the bio. And if you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash don't let's chat. And now for a final word from our resident robot. Bloop, bloop. Time for your vaccine. That needle is far too big for a vaccine. Get away. Come here now. Get away. Here it is. You are not an authorised medical technician. Get away. Vaccine. Pretty sure that's just a spike. <laughs>